Oh, hi there. I'm Will from Drop Wine, um, and I'm just checking in to tell you how excited we are to be sponsoring The Kitchen is on Fire. Drop is an app for London wine lovers, and we deliver wine from our charming little shop on Drury Lane in Covent Garden, anywhere in London, in Zones 1 and 2, and one or two other places. We've got a wonderful selection of wines. Go to dropwine.co.uk to download the app, and if you've never used it before, we'll give you £10 off your first order when you enter Kitchen on Fire in the promo code. Thanks, guys. Okay, so one of these beers got dropped. Yeah. So it could be this one, could be yours. No, it's definitely one of yours, because I I got two buds and two bud vars, and one of the buds I dropped. (laughs) Oh. Beery roulette. No, I'm in the game. This one exploded in my face. Yeah, I'm in the game. Cheers, James. Congratulations. Happy 200th episode, Sam. Wow, what a moment. Why don't we start by talking about our guest this week? We've got Chef Craig Gray with us. <laughs> How many listeners do you think are going to remember that? I reckon I a good few. No, a couple. I tell, you what, I tell you what, if anybody emails in um, and tells us who Chef Craig Gray is then uh, and why he's here on the podcast... But it's good to have him back. Thanks for yeah. joining again, Craig. Then we'll give you a free sandwich at Sons and Daughters. Yeah. Oh, uh, quick shout-out to Dave and Dan, who were in S&D at lunchtime today. Getting their ticky-off discount. Still, is that still running or is we it's not the done ahead? Yeah, till October. Yeah. When does this go? Also known as the end of the month. <laughs> <laughs> this goes out on the 30th of September, so today's yeah. your last chance. All right. But we like our listeners, so if you are, if one of us is there, we'd probably still let you have it. Yeah, but if you're there, you probably would, not me. No. More about the dollar. All a very generous kind. Although I then, the Dave or Dan, can't remember which one, came back. To try to get an ice cream. Oh. And I tried to give him the discount on that, but old Captain uh, Epos over there, no, yeah. only available on sandwiches. Mm. So you've got to keep an eye on these people. I don't trust our thousands of fans as far as I can throw them. Uh, Would you say you trust people in general? Uh, am I trust? No, I wouldn't actually. I'd say I'm quite suspicious. I think the worst of people. Yeah. You would agree that I, I would think agree that. with that yeah. Yeah, wholeheartedly. Yeah. But Would better, you, better you, to be surprised by people than disappointed by them. Yeah. Well, mate, are, you, are, you, are you trusting? You have, I'm, you I'm have faith I'm far too people. trusting. Yeah. You know, I let people walk all over me like some sort of beautiful rug. Do you? Yeah. 200 episodes. 200. 2000 AD. Anno Domini. Yeah. yeah. The year of dominoes. Yeah. Um, Sam. This is quite a big... It's not really big, is it? I think it is quite big, actually. I think we're going to... Yeah, exactly. We pondered on giving it up after 100 episodes. That doesn't feel like very long ago. No. But I think in the current climate, it feels like the right thing to step aside. How do you mean? Because all the accusations flying around and whatnot. We've... uh, No, because we've been, you know, top of the pile in food podcasts, now top of the pile in all podcasts. Yeah. Um, 
you define what pile I'm talking about, but pile, top of. You've got piles. Uh, I don't. Uh, I don't think so, anyway. You, can you have them and not know? I think you can. How often do you... Do you have to, you'd have to look, wouldn't you? And you mm. can't see. <laughs> I mean, I... I uh, let's not go into too much detail, but I happen to have done some reading on this within the last year. Really? It's like, yeah, you can have them and you never know, they don't hurt and they're... So it's like... It's like... If a tree falls in a wood and no one around hear it, did the tree? Does it make a sound? It's like if you've got piles in your house <laughs> but you can't feel them and you can't see them, do you really have piles? I don't know. I wonder take, how many take people. Take that some ancient wisdom. I wonder how many people have them and don't know about it. We'll never know. It's like having a weird like gene, isn't it? You know, like if 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 if. Uh, well, I don't want to talk about aliens, it's stupid, but imagine aliens turned up and it happened that there was some of us had alien genetics in them, like in yeah. the X-Files and whatnot. So they were like saved and the other ones became sort of, you know, organ harvesting machines or something. Or, you know, in the tanks with the jelly, like in the Matrix. Oh, yeah. Jelly tanks. Yeah. I bet they wonder what that would feel like. What, in that scene when Reeves is in the jelly tank? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, would be quite nice. Well, you think it'd stick to your skin, be a bit. You'd probably mellow out. Suffocating. Yeah, but you'd be like, it'd be like in one of those flotation tanks. Yeah. Have you ever done that? No, I'd like to. Friend yeah. did it on the day of his wedding. Said it was yeah. glorious. I tell you what, you know what a flotation tank would be good for? If you were suffering from very painful piles, because you're not, <laughs> <laughs> you're not touching it anything. It really would. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, an expensive treatment, but. Well, it's not really That's, a treatment, is it? It's just offering some Sometimes you've got to throw money at a problem. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, so being top of the pile for a long time, and it feels like a chance to give others the opportunity to feel what it's like to be at the top Which of the pile. Which podcast do you think could do with a leg up? Well, the food ones are quite shoddy, aren't they, in comparison with ours? They haven't got quick fire. They haven't got who eats what. They haven't got ghost chat. Um, what do they have? Oh, I've got an imaginary restaurant. Yeah. Oh, well, I've got... Imaginary, well, they're not imaginary, but you know, I stitched myself. What? Go on. Ghosts. Kyle? Ghosts. No. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that one. What are the other ones? Off menu. Old uh, Jay Rayner goes and eats lunch. Oh uh, yeah. What's he up to? He just goes and eats lunch. Does he? Yeah. He he just record. Is it? He has a microphone very close to his mouth, which is, to be fair, usually where they go, and he just records the sounds of him eating stuff: soup, bread. Uh, Bread and soup. Yeah. Parry breast. Um, who else? Various other dishes. Honey and Co. I mean, they came on here, got some tips, mm-hmm. didn't they? But, you know, there's just... If, you, if you're talking about flat-out numbers, popularity contest, we've been ahead, I'd say, for too long. And it Which feels... Which really begs the question, why, when... So we were meant to have a guest this week for our 200th episode. Yeah. Uh, but uh, they bailed. Yeah. Right? Fine. People have busy lives. We publicly, on Twitter, put our heart and, quite frankly, reputations on the line. Very like, kind offer we made, I'd say. Very kind. Also, they. I mean, so to, we asked Nigella if she would like to come on. What a, le- what a leg up for Nigella! Big leg up. She's got books to sell. Damn right. And uh, and but you will know that Nigella's not sitting opposite from me. We would have had to go to her. She's too big to come to our grotty yeah, office. I think she is. But yeah, but I, I not even a response as well. Yeah, that, I, I, I suspected that would be the case, but you know. But I do wonder actually. Maybe if she didn't respond because you did it in the daytime, 
and usually she's only awake at night, isn't she? Really? Yeah. Is that her thing? Oh, yeah. in her in her program, she's always creeping around in a larder, yeah. isn't she? What's she up to? She's the original larder out. Yeah. Um, anyway, so here we are. But it's nice. I feel like it's appropriate. So but, tell tell me, Sam, what have you been doing? How's life? Etc. Um, well, I've been thinking. I was wonder. I wonder how emotional we're going to get on the, in the last episode. Yeah. You don't care, but I do. I mean, this was more you than it was me. I fought to stay on top of the pile. But you were just like, no, I'm done. I'm moving on. Bigger, better things. I've been invited to actually join. The, I should tell you, yeah. Jay Rayner. He wants me to be like. Um, you know, Comedy Dave on that radio programme back yeah. in the day. Was that on Chris Marshall's show? Yeah, Sidekick. Yeah, so he wants me to be his Comedy Dave, so he'll be like, oh, this souffle is a bit flat. Uh, uh, oh, his noted restaurateur, food writer and model, James Ramsden. So you two buried the hatchet? And I'd be like, oh, Jay, do you know what's gone wrong with this souffle? They haven't even cooked it. It's just raw egg. Stop eating it. <laughs> it's all in your beard. You look foul. Get out. So you're going to carry on podcasting, but with Jay Rayner? Yeah. What am I supposed to do? They're going to rename it JR versus JR. Oh, nice. Yeah. We're going to do it naked. Really? Yeah. Um, are we going to auction off the ticky-off kit? <laughs> you and I are on too frightening like a stingy wavelength because that's what I was going to say like I'm just wondering how much we're going to get for this stuff on eBay well this the green, the green bays the bay yeah <laughs> snooker table are we giving the money to charity because I feel like we haven't really made enough money from this pod so I'd quite like to keep it I think we do enough for charity yeah we're very good people yeah I think we are um, so yeah I've been thinking about that and I have been I had a good chat with uh, Chef Mike Robbins at Pigeon today about he came to the sandwich shop little check-in with him I feel like I don't get to sort of chat with him much we were trading ideas beforehand on the pigeon menu and very yeah, sort of just, simpatico let's, let's get into that Sam yeah can you explain to me I genuinely feel do you look, do you yeah okay so sat, listeners t- t- tell us how you would feel well you don't tell us but just p- picture the scene um, Sam said oh I was sending some ideas to Mike I was like oh right on Slack yeah Usually, there is a menu development channel that we all share our ideas on. Sam was like, no, I just sent those direct to Mike and Hamish, our sous chef. But yeah. Cut, feel, you, out, it, cut you out of it. It feels very out of order now, I'm sorry. Why did actually. you do that? Because the ideas that I put were very unthought out. Right. Right, they were just literal, yeah, but... So and I was like, oh, but I think they're good ideas, and I want, and I think I wanted to see what their reaction would be to put up ideas that are quite floaty or whatever. Whereas often, for example, um, uh, no, because they're put on the menu. So oh, it doesn't matter, does it? Nobody's gonna, yeah, they are gonna hear this, but there's no more <laughs> after it. Whatever. So uh, what was one of them? Oh, uh, but I know what you're gonna. Oh, maybe I don't actually. Learn, Sam. Learn. Live in the moment. Uh, a piggy lasagna. Sounds delicious. So anyway, but that was one of the... Well, that's that, not so so instead of pasta sheets, you have sheets of piggy? Yeah. 
and then with pigtail as the ragu. Yeah, exactly. That would be good. So exactly. So this is a good this chance. Is why so we do this. Yes, I know exactly. But I don't know. But I was. It felt very unthought out, and it was sort of two things. What did you think I would say? I thought you would put a funny sn- stroke sneery, not in a mean way, but, you know, like a banter sort of, yeah. thing, oh, for fuck's sake, you know, something, I don't know what you would put. But Correct. you kind of, you would, yeah. yeah. And my... We've so done my, this for four years. What? For sure, for sure, which is absolutely fine. So my... And, and I feel bad if you feel bad, because that's not... Um, I can see why. But the thought process behind it was, I, it was more, less about you and more I wanted to see what they would say about ideas like that, which feel a bit more floaty than anything we've given them before. And why did you want them to say it out from my ears? Pure, it was as an initial reaction thing, because I thought if I post this, you'll respond to it first, and immediately it's a different thing. It's like you and me bantering and da 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 and I was just like, I just wanted to see what they thought. And I thought you would say something, and I was like, I can't deal with that, so I just put it on there. But I'm sorry, because that, that feels out of order, which I've now posted it on the shared channel between the four of us. That was very big of you. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm sorry if I made you feel That's uncomfortable. Cool. Not uncomfortable, just, just sad. Sad. Just, oh. just sad. And, you know, it's like, you know... If you had a little group of friends at school and then yeah. you found out yeah. the rest of them had been hanging out without you. Yeah, I had that Amiga club. What's Amiga club? Amiga. <laughs> you know, the Amiga computer. Amiga clubs, see very small <laughs> bits of portions of braised meat. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's better, actually. I was going with Migas. Is that breadcrumbs? I don't know what they are. Little bits of bread. In Mallorca. Maybe. I think so. Um, yeah, yeah, there was... It turned out I sort of invited myself along to Amiga Club despite not owning an Amiga. What? what, The watch? No, no, no. The computer. Do you not remember Amigas? Amigas were like a step above like a Commodore 64 or an Amstrad CPC 464. Okay. Uh, And anyway, so some of them, some of my friends had Amigas. I didn't have an Amiga, but I wanted to go to Amiga Club. So I think I sort of invited myself along to the first one. And then... The next week at school, I was like, oh, we've, have we got Amiga Club on Saturday? And they were like, no, no, we haven't got it this weekend. And then I found out the week after they had, they just didn't want me there. Oh. So I didn't go to Amiga Club. And how old were you? Oh, I was in school, so eight, nine, something like that. Yeah, it sucked. Yeah, it feels bad, doesn't it? To be fair, though, they were proper nerds. <laughs> so was I that upset? Not really. One of them thought he was Fido Dido from the 7-Up advert. So. Yeah, we discussed him I probably know. first couple yeah. of episodes. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, wonderful stuff. Yeah. Really glad that your mic are vibing out. Yeah. What have you been up to? I went to the Shire of Gloucester on the weekend you to did. see my brother, yeah. which was really nice. Had a great time. His wife's now listening to uh, the pod. So, hi, Molly, if you are listening. Hi, Molly, this is the end. My only friend, <laughs> the end. Um, I'm not just saying I had a great time, by the way, Mole, because you're listening. Uh, we actually had a really... It was, it was perfection. You know, families are all a bit funny, potentially, when they're all together, and our, you know, dynamics can not necessarily gel, but, you know, being with them in their own milieu, yeah. it was great. Saw a lot of horses, thought about myself in that guise. Like looking in a mirror. Uh, it was like looking in a mirror. Fed a horse an apple. Did you? It's the best... Actually, I meant to record it. It's the best ASMR sound in the world, I think. Is it? It's a horse eating an apple or a carrot, anything crunchy. Serious question. Does he ever give them sugar cubes? <laughs> no, I don't think oh, so. Yeah? Do they have to brush their teeth? 
<laughs> what? No. Why? Why would they brush their teeth? Because well, they do. Uh, all horses is like, oh, it's a mad faff. You have to groom them, clean up after them. Yeah, you groom them. Do you yeah, know, brush their tails. Oh, it's not stuff. my most disgusting favourite smell in the world. Is Ooh, what? Is when you pick out a horse's hooves. That that smell, I absolutely love it. What yeah. the fuck does it yeah. smell like? Don't know. How have you been near a horse's foot? I thought they were lethal. I thought you were supposed to stand away hey, from them. There's a techers. Is there? What do you, you do? You run your hand down the back of their uh, leg because they've got a toe halfway up their leg, like a cat. What? What? What are you uh, talking about? Te- I fuck think, off. No, what? Te- something like evolutionarily, I think the hoof is like the big toe. And then if you look halfway up, they've got these knobbly bits. And that is like the rest of the hand, but that evolved to not be there anymore. And so you pretend that you're shaking its thumb, and then you put your hand down the back of the leg. Right. And I don't know if it's a reflex or just they're trained to realise, but then they just lift up the old hoof for you, then you get this little pick, scoop out all the gubbins, smells awesome. Maybe but what taste is it like, some. <laughs> what is it, just, is it like shit and whatnot? It's not, well, there's probably some shit in there, yeah. But what does it smell of? Um... I don't know. But it's fucking... Oh, this is gross. Because they're walking around on bones anyway, aren't they? <laughs> well, aren't we all? No, no, no. But we have skin on the bottom of our feet. They've just got bones. Well, they've got shoes. No, because you nail shoes into the bones. Yeah. So well, if you don't put shoes on them... So, like, wild horses... No, they're not wearing shoes. Yeah. <laughs> they, wear, they wear Crocs. But what do they... But they're running around on bones. Clippity clop, clippity clop. I don't, no, it's not if bone. I had some, it's I wish not I had bone. some coconut shells. It's not shells. bone. It's, it's, it's carrots. What's, what are our fingernails made from? Hair. Hair? Yeah. Are our fingernails made from hair or something? Or am I C- keratin. What yeah. Are, keratin, it is. Right. That's, I think it's keratin. It's the hoof. So, okay. That's their fingernails. Oh, so that's normal then. So they're just walking around on little slippers made out of hair. <laughs> <laughs> and Hairy slippers. Hair, and you're eating that? I'm not eating I'm tasting it. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. What, why, when, when did you do this? What, clean a horse's hoof? Yeah. When I used to ride, back in the day. Wow, where did you ride to? I used to, to ride on the reg, just around the fields and, and Ever go to Banbury Cross? No, but, uh, no. Ever ride a cock Banbury. horse? What is a cock horse? I don't know. A horse with a cross, cock. Cross between a cock crawl and a horse. It's not. Ride a cock horse. It is ride To Banbury Cross. To meet a fine lady upon a white horse. Yeah. Little unknown, very interesting fact. The fine lady of said poem was actually a fines lady, as in actor, Rafe, etc., because the family seat was just up the road from Banbury. Really? Yeah. So whoever wrote that poem was banging Rafe's aunt. Okay, horse transport question for you. You know if you drive around in your car, you drive past... I know about driving uh, yeah, around in my car, right. yeah. So you drive past loads of people in cars. Other people like in, in cars. Like in a car park? Yeah, or wherever. You drive down the street, mm-hmm. there's cars pass, you don't think anything yeah. of it. Even out in the countryside, you probably go past a few cars, right? Yeah. If you're on a Tends horse... Yeah, exactly. So if you're on a horse, yeah. you're cantering along, yeah, and you pass somebody else on a horse, you... is that, like, mental? <laughs> like, do you have to stop? You can't just, like, pass. <laughs> like, you don't even wave at people, do you, in, in other cars? When another car passes <laughs> no. you, are not like, hey... It'd be exhausting. On but on a horse... What's the what's the etiquette? Um, Are you expected to stop and talk about horses? No, I think you'd probably just nod, maybe say good morning. Really? Yeah. Is that because of it's Well, you country... would if you were riding a bike. I know you're scared of bikes, but... Yeah, but people ride around on bikes all the time. Yeah, and if you pass someone else on a bike, you'd do a little wave. Really? Morning. 
It's no wonder people fall off their bikes all the time, exactly. running around one-handed. Very dangerous. Um, wow, I never knew you'd done that. And when, and when they put the shoes on, yep. how long does a shoe last? Um, oh, good question. Don't know. And are there different sizes of shoe? Presumably, because different size hoofs. Oh, yeah. Cart horse and whatnot. Yeah, because they've got big old feet. Or like one of those little miniature ponies. Shetland. Saw Shetland. one of those as well. There's one that lives near my mum and dad. Yeah. Yeah, very small. They're a bit sinister. Cursed, They're quite yeah. bitey. Are they bitey? Mm. They look like something out of a fairy tale. Yeah. You know, like the big shy horse got proper fucked up by a witch or whatnot. Mm. Or a wizard. Or Equal a, opportunities, yeah. s- spell casting assholes. That's a great episode to have. Yeah. Page. Um, okay, so what, what else did you do when you weren't sniffing uh, horses' feet? Went for a nice run through the countryside. Yeah. Cantered around. And it's, he lives by Badminton where the horse trials are. So you, I ran past one of the hedges that they do the horse trials. They are massive. Did, was, you, did you try and jump I thought it? about it. Yeah. I did think about it. I nearly sent you a photo saying, just cleared that. Take but, a little run up. Um, and then just hung out. Ate a lot of food. You know, kept That's it good. real. And how long are you there for? Just two nights. <clears throat> two nights, yeah. I couldn't spend that long with my brothers, I don't think. Well, there's action, there are kids, there's all sorts of stuff going on. Yeah, that's nice. I'm glad you had a nice time. Sorry, I should have said, oh, that's sad to hear, because I could definitely spend it. Um, I definitely couldn't. Um, and you d- were wearing his clothes all weekend? Yeah, I got there and realised I had packed a bag, left it in the bedroom. So... What did you wear in the bedroom? Uh, I went nude. Did you? Yeah. Do you do that? Jonathan Nunn, friend of the podcast. I always think, Jonathan, I think about you, if you are listening, quite regularly as I get into bed because he once tweeted, just out of interest, what do you wear in bed? Do you go boxers and t shirts? Do you go full gym jams? Do you go naked? I mix it up. Do you? But based on absolutely nothing, nothing to do with the weather, nothing to do with anything. Sometimes I'm naked, sometimes I'm in jimmy jams. Sometimes I'll just go boxers, sometimes I go boxers and t-shirt. Just depending on the mood. But do you ever go the most nude a, a human man can t-shirt ever T-shirt only? Yeah. I feel I did quite recently, did but you? that was by accident. But what about like a long t-shirt, like a nighty? A night shirt? Yeah. I used to, I used to have quite uh, a cool yeah, night I think shirt. We might have talked about this, yeah. I got it in a charity shop in Bristol. Uh, yeah, we did have this kind of, because I was like, oh yeah, because you do a Charlie Bucket and wear the hat with the bobble yeah. on and whatnot. Or is it a bell? What is it? Not a bell that keeps. That's called a nightcap as well, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Do you? So Rosie never knows what's coming at her in the dead of night. <laughs> um, well, she knows it's me. Well, she hopes okay. it is. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's weird though. Like, what if do you wear in bed? Uh, I mix it up. I've got a pair of boxer shorts. You know, like um, I, I wear more the sort of the boxer briefs. But yeah, they're not briefs. As I wear. You know, like the what are they hipsters or whatever. You know, like yeah. sort of thigh thigh length. Yeah, that's what. Yeah. Yeah, so I wear those, but I don't wear them in bed. I wear like flappy, flappy boxes, flappy dad boxes, like you wear yeah. dad boxes, don't you? I, well, again, rather like my nightwear, I mix it up. Sometimes I'm in the tighty, not tighty whities <laughs> I mean the boxer hipster things. Yeah. Sometimes I'm in the old flappy. Yeah, um, but I have a pair of them that I wear at night. Great. Uh, Our listeners are getting a real insight. Yeah, into... but if it's winter, then I'll rock some gym jams. And sometimes a t-shirt as well, but it's weird, like, the kids get in our bed and stuff, and they, I don't want to be there just in, like, a very short-cut t-shirt and nothing else. Why do you wear a short-cut t-shirt? I don't. What? <laughs> do you ever do this? <laughs> no. And you pull it out, yeah. Yeah. No, because I'm not a sort of teenage girl at a beach bar. In the bar. 90s. Yeah. Um, wow, good times. <laughs> Thank you.
uh, what's going on in the food world? London. I mean, I saw Sabor is opening a new uh, restaurant in Soho. I saw that St John is opening in LA, which is bonkers. Not the Sabor thing. That's standard. Good on them. Lovely folk. Miss those people. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Jose and Nieves, who we used to we used to hang out with a bit, didn't we? We used to have some hang time. Yeah. They've probably realised Hedden Street's a bit of shit as well. Yeah, probably. Just trying to get out of there. They're doing all right there, aren't they? I've never, been, I've never been upstairs. No. To eat. <laughs> I've been upstairs loads are of you, times. Are you painfully aware that back in March we said we would at some point talk about the closure of Magpie and we never have? Um, not painfully aware. I thought about it the other day. I think about it when I think about Tim Haywood. Right. I think two things about How Tim Hayward. How often do you think about Tim Hayward? A lot. I think. Do you know what I think about Tim Hayward? A lot. I'd like to go around his house, but I don't think he lives in that amazing house anymore. Hasn't he just moved or something? Don't know. I think so. He he did live in an amazing you house do in think Cambridge. About him a lot. I do. Yeah, I think about him a lot. Think about going to the Arctic Circle with Tim Hayward. Yeah, I like him. I like Tim Hayward. I kind of like a hug off Tim Hayward. Looks like a sort of huggable chap. Yeah, I reckon he gives a good hug. And he posts a lot of his daughter, doesn't he? Yeah. And I'm like, lucky girl. She gets, I bet she gets some good dad hugs. Yeah, my dad doesn't hug me very much, so you know. What do you do when you see your dad? Just nod. Uh, we 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 fist bump. Right. Because he doesn't like handshakes. Yeah. Gets very ratty about handshakes. Weird when you shake people who shake their dad's hand. Yeah. What do you do? Hug. Do you? You're not very aware of your crotch when you hug your dad. I'm aware of my crotch at all times. <laughs> That's we got to keep it safe. You do. Do you really hug him? Yeah. Like full on hug? Yes. That is the least weird thing. I do have a friend, so <laughs> I, I feel bad doing this, but I'm going to. He was probably 10 or 11. Now, maybe that's even unfair. Maybe he's a little bit younger. But I remember a moment when my mum said, I think I have to tell Will, my youngest brother, that he's too old to kiss me on the lips. Yeah. Um, I have a friend who, I'm not going to give his name, but it's the same as. My brother's name. Who, who um, kisses his dad on the lips? That's disgusting. But it's like, why is that disgusting? Obviously, it's not sexual, but still, you're like, mm. it's gross. It's fucked up. What's the desire? But it's not there? fucked up. Maybe not we're desire. just societally good... fucked up. I don't think. What's so. wrong with that? A little kiss on the. I mean, I find it weird when my four-year-old kid kisses me on the lips. I'm like, dude, get off. Kiss my cheek. Yeah, that is weird. You wouldn't kiss your mum on the lips. Kiss your no. <laughs> Sorry, Alan. <laughs> Sorry, let me teed that one up. I've had half a can of beer. Um, that's. I, mean, I think that's foul. You could probably get in trouble for that. <laughs> I reckon within the space of one minute, we went from should we talk about closing magpie to kissing dads on lips. <laughs> that is what people. This come is what to people are going to miss. Yeah, this is what people are going to miss it. We're going out with a bang. Horses, should we just talk about it? Quick? We don't have to go into great depth, but. Feel yeah. like we made a promise that we've sort of broken. Okay. How are you feeling about that all now that we're over six months down the line? Uh, I think about it a lot, particularly opening Sons and Daughters. Um, I remember exactly how it felt at the time. Which was? Uh, horrible and nauseating. Yeah. Yeah, but we've probably talked about how we felt, haven't we? Don't know. Uh, I think we've always been like, oh, we'll get into that another time. I don't know. Well, what, what do you think about it? I would say, 
I would say it's been the worst year of my life. In fact, I would go further and say the worst two years of my life, from opening to, you know, I'd say July 2017, June, July 2017. Is that when we opened? Yeah. Yeah. To time. Yeah. <laughs> to, like, you know, getting that through all of that. Yeah. Def, but, 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 actually, I say that as though, like, oh, maybe they've been, by just such a long distance, it's not even funny. Um, you know, I feel like we're out the other side of it, but not without casualties. You know, we let let some people down, and it's not a nice feeling. But um, equally, plenty of people people go through that every day. Every you know, everyone knows someone, if not is someone who's had a business fail, um, and they fail. And you know, you want to do what you can to try and minimise the, the fallout but um, which I th- you know we we did try but you know as I say we've you know got yeah you know it's, it's sucked but I sort of feel like well <laughs> I hope we're not in here in two years time having the same conversation well we won't be because the podcast finished yeah you'll probably be having it with Jay yeah me and Jay will be like oh, what happened with sons and daughters and he'll be like do you know what you didn't take my idea to do the raw egg souffle. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I've said too much, but no, of course not. I think and we it... thought. We, I think we said we talk about why it fell, but I, by this point, I almost feel it's sort of self-explanatory. It was the wrong restaurant on the wrong street. Yeah, I think actually we. I can't remember who we. we oh, we did that interview the other day. Yeah, about sons and daughters, and he was asking about magpie, and I said, which I don't think I'd sort of verbalised before, but it felt like. We let too many things get away from us and didn't back mm. ourselves. Because I think, you know, whatever our faults, I don't think we're arrogant people in a lot of ways. And I think we were. I think we were. T- sorry, you cut you off. No, what were you going to say? No, I was going to say we were too, too willing to kind of let other people take yes. the lead on things. Yeah, exactly. Because, yeah, that, but that's what I mean. We weren't like, yeah, we fucking know, and Pigeon's great, so we're doing this. Fuck you. Yeah. And we, yeah, I would say we listened to too many people. And and then spent too long chasing our tails, trying, yeah. to, trying to write, you know, trying to make it fit the street better. And maybe, you know, maybe we should have torn the whole thing up six months in and started again, something that fit that, that site. Um, but we thought it would, you know, we thought it would. It wasn't like... We'd originally looked at that site to do a different concept. I don't know if we've said this on here. Um you know, pitched for investment to do a different concept there. And then one potential investor said, well, I like, I like the sound of that con- te- concept, but I much prefer this magpie one. Why don't you just do that there? And we were like, oh, yeah, we could do that. Yeah. Um, because somehow we hadn't thought about it, but it was, I don't feel like we crowbarred it in. We were like, I, well, maybe we did. Maybe we did, actually. Because it wasn't quite big enough for what we wanted to do with that. And, but, but it was still, like, ultimately, yeah. it was still like the wrong location, space aside, which the space is tricky, but... It was just the wrong location for a fucking weird concept, which we didn't execute very well anyway in the first place, and then didn't have the funds to correct those things quickly enough. And we now kind of know um, far all too well that you 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 know you don't really get second chances in London when your rents are massive and your wage no. costs are nuts, and you know you 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 kind of can't afford to. You know there are always things. There are always multiple many hundreds of things that you tweak and fine tune after opening but you know to 
to have things as as kind of shonky as they were when we opened for various reasons um, made made life difficult. But then I always think about you know critics on the whole when the, whenever the debate about um, reviews and soft launch and reviewing in the first week come up the the critics line which is sort of defensible from a sort of logical point of view is like oh you don't open if you're not ready but I was just thinking it's like saying to a football team we don't play a match until you're ready to play a match it's like well but we're not we can only get so far until we actually play against another team yeah and that's how you figure out your weaknesses and your faults and fix yeah. them yeah so there's there's I don't know I'm sorry that was a bit of a, a ramble there Sam no I think it um I think also there's a lot of there's sort of big errors that are, that we obviously made, which you know ultimately the failure of Magpie is down to us. It was our idea. It was us running it and all the rest. So, so I'm not sort of trying to sort of put blame on others because it's on us. Ultimately, it's our restaurant, so that's yeah. that's where the buck stops. But it's amazing, like the little things that can end up absolutely screwing you in the long term, like. Yeah. You know, and it's and I know it's not a small thing because it was an integral part of the restaurant. But if the trolley had not weighed half a ton and broke basically straight away anyway, and was completely uh, impossible to manoeuvre in the restaurant, there was enough room for it. Mm. You just couldn't manoeuvre the thing, and that seems like you know, yeah, it was an integral part of the restaurant. But like, oh, how much it weighs and how easy it is to move. Oh, maybe that's not the end of the world if everything is, mm. else is great. But the problem with that was is immediately when you walk walked in and you sat down is you see somebody struggling to do this and, and it makes everybody uncomfortable. The, you know, the server's uncomfortable, the guest's uncomfortable and you, and you think, like, it's such a minor thing in the grand scheme of things. But if it's a great restaurant, it would be mm. fine. But it's actually not because mm. it's all those tiny little things. And, the you know, people talk about vibe in a restaurant all the time. If, if immediately it's, mm. there's this slight uncomfortableness, mm. which we had with the doors, with the glass in the doors, which is beautiful, reeded glass, which looked absolutely amazing. We loved it. Uh, until you're open and, you know, and obviously this is something we should have known and should have thought about, but... You, you then suddenly realise, oh, when it's cold and the door's shut so that the guests aren't freezing cold, you can't see in. And people are uncomfortable to walk into a building that they can't see into. Well, or it looks closed. Or it looks closed, <clears throat> yeah. And and you just think these things... And, you know, maybe people listen to this think, you fucking idiots, you know, how could you not have known that? But, but every time we had that particular conversation, uh, we would say, yeah, but if we got back off to a flyer then we would have been like, that's baller. Mm. It looks close, it's exclusive. And then people are coming because yeah. the trolleys work. I mean, it's like opening yeah. your sushi and the fucking conveyor belt doesn't work, right? Totally, yeah. And one yeah. of the big, you know, 2020 hindsights is like we should have said, right, we're not doing the trolley thing until we get a trolley that works. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That, uh, anyway. Uh, yeah, don't, you don't want to get into the blame game, but um, suffice to say the fucking designers of that thing have not been worked with by us again. Worked with? what? Whatever. Um, yeah, but hundreds of hundred, you know, hundreds of tiny errors and or um, yeah, what's the word I'm after? Sort of um, inconsistencies and things not being quite right. Uh, you know, they pile up pretty quickly and do make life difficult. You know, we opened without a fucking POS that worked, didn't we? How did that even work? 
Yeah. yeah. So we, we, we could take payments, but we couldn't actually put... So tickets were being written by hand. Probably illegal, that, but... <laughs> tickets were being written by hand and, you know, fucking added up with a calculator at the end and the PDQ went out. Yeah. Because we'd gone with this hip new Danish <laughs> company that were doing really cool things with integrated POS and uh, booking systems. And they were... It's now up and running, but they told us that, oh, yeah, no more using us and we'll be ready by June. So we're like, great. And they weren't ready when we opened and weren't ready and weren't ready. I think it was like six months before we had... I mean, in hindsight, all these things just seem... But that's the thing. It's like you say, once you're in it, you know, even saying, right, after, you know, four months or whatever, we should have just pulled the plug and started again. But when Mm -hmm. you, you know, cliched as it is, but the oil tanker... um, metaphor or whatever of of it being very difficult to stop a thing mm. or turn it around when you're in it and you had you know way too many people on payroll um and and suppliers and all the rest of it it's very it's, it's, it's impossible in a lot of ways to stop mm. and and see the wood for the trees and all those other clichés it's it's hard and you also always i mean every single week was Oh, we just need to get through this, and then this will be a bump. And we, oh, if we get through these two mm. weeks, there'll be a bump. And you know, when that never gets to a sustainable point, then it's it's tough because you are always chasing that dream of like, oh, but we'll fix this, and this is going to make the difference. And we tried. I mean, we fucking tried so hard. Yeah. And you know, there's no. I definitely don't have any guilt that we didn't do enough to try and make it work. No, but it just did not work. No matter what we did, no, it was um, a shame. But uh, I'm sort of pleased to see people in there doing what seem like good things. I, I know you've been. I couldn't quite. Couldn't, I don't think I could bring myself to go in to Ten Head and Street that, where they're now making beautiful pasta. But um, yeah, it was nice. Uh, the room, the room is still I, lovely looking. The only thing yeah. is, they did take the mural off the back wall, which I get because I guess conceptually doesn't quite fit into their thing. But the photographic mural we always had on the far wall, uh, amazing. Does it make the room feel smaller now? Uh, honestly, it's insane. It looks like the room's half the size. Right. I could not believe what a difference it made. And that was in the evening. Like it was yeah. dark in there, but just suddenly you've got like a white wall at the end. Yeah. It genuinely looked about half the size. It was really strange. Um, Carsten, our old bar manager, did a shift there last week. <laughs> yeah, he said it was fucking weird. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, good luck to him. It's a beautiful room, and uh, it's a shame. I don't think Hedden Street's quite there yet for. Do you know what? For, did you see what was in the corner where O'Bain had been? No, I didn't see. O'Bain. But um, but no, because on paper that should be a great place for people to go and eat. And, and I know there's restaurants there that are doing really well. So I'm not. But to do, kind of felt like you could possibly have done something a bit more left field there, which is obviously what we try to do, and maybe you can't. Um, do it there, yeah. But I'm sure one day you'll be able to. Or maybe just everyone should just stay out east, whatever. Stay yeah. out of town. I was sort of hoping that Instagram post about anyone got one to two million pounds was actually gonna. Someone was gonna be like, yeah, I love that building. It's such a cool building. You should tell the listeners what building you're. Oh right, about. yeah. Well, if you look at my Instagram punks. Uh, it's uh, it's ju- it's on. What's that? Hemsley Hemsley Place and sort of Metmore Terrace on that little bit, uh, just off London Fields by um, by Clemson's Arch, and the old office used to be around the corner from it. And just I would walk past it every day and just think that is. So, I mean, basically, 
it looks like Roberta's. Sort of, yeah. like I picture that as it's, it's that sort of, which is a, a Williamsburg pizza joint. It's actually Bushwick. Bushwick, sorry. Um, Bushwick. And it's just a cool old building. I think it's an old garage. Um, you just think you could do something That'd be beautiful awesome. in there. Yeah. But you'd need a Serious lot of Serious cake. So presumably you'd have to buy the free... I mean, yeah, you need some cake and then some more cake. Several cakes. And then, as I said, you would have to spend a vast amount of money on RSJs because the whole thing looks like it's about to fall down. I'd, I'd, I'd roll that dice. <laughs> right, overrated, underrated. Correctly rated. Okay. So, quickest answer that comes into your head, okay. but uh, you, be, feel free to expand. Okay, thank you. Cod. Um, overrated. That's just a boring answer, isn't it? Why? Well, because everyone's like, oh, cod. I like a fish finger, but a piece of cod? No. Not interested. Uh, you disappoint me there. Why? Well, because it's just been announced today that the mach- machine, Marine Stewardship Council, have taken away their sustainable thing from It's not cod. their fault. They're doing the best they can. <laughs> the cod? Yeah. Um, yeah, which is fine. But, you know, you've got all these predictable basic wankers on Twitter being like, that's such a boring fish anyway. Why don't you have some Pollock or some Coney? Oh, right, right, And it's right. like, yeah. it's not that boring. It's as boring as you are in terms of how you cook it and yeah. what you cook it with. I think it's a lovely, placid, neutral, meaty protein. Yeah. Uh, it's glorious, of course, fish-fingered. Yeah. Obviously fried. Uh, but also, I think it's, it's lovely as an with some shellfishy bits, yeah, I some agree. mussels with a sort sure. of bisky sauce, yeah, with some chorizo, whatever. Yeah, I so just I, I struggle with fish in general. I don't, I don't get excited about fish. I, I'd say all fish is overrated. <laughs> I like turbot uh, cooked on a barbecue. Love a turbot, and I what else? I wouldn't mackerels. Do I like a mackerels? Yeah, I had a nice mackerel at Parsons yeah. on Monday. Other than that, over, cooked, fish but... overrated. Shellfish, jelly thing, jelly jelly things, octopus and whatnot, squids, all yeah. of that, it's clams, mussels. Into all of that, the fouille, don la mer of all of it. But actual fish, no, leave them be. <laughs> yeah. All right. What about clams? Are they like bad? Are they bad? No, no, not like evil. <laughs> evil. <laughs> no, like uh, sustainable and stuff. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah I think uh, the one thing I, which is completely arbitrary, but you know, the which we've probably talked about, but you know, like Rennie Redzepe with like a five hundred year old clam, or yeah, a di- you like know, a mahogany clam. Yeah, that, there's something feels bad about that. It does. But then I suppose you'd eat a tree, wouldn't you? And they're old. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Irish food. Uh, underrated. Love a stew. Irish stew is delicious. Is that all that they have to offer? No, but in my head, that was the first thing that came into my head. Wow, it's Cole Cannon. Is that Irish? Yeah. Yeah, big fan. Love Champ. it. Champ. Champ, yeah. Yep. Yep. Ulster it. Fry. Oh, what's an Ulster Fry? It's like a full English, but it's from Ulster. Okay. Terrible accent, that. Uh, yeah. I'm reading Milkman currently. I know that's when I said <laughs> Irish, I meant more air, Republic air. Um, yeah, I'd say underrated. I love, I, I love all that. Weather's turning, love a stew. Quite like bland food like that. But you don't like bland fish? No. Because fish isn't going to fill, fill you up, is it? Depends how much you eat. Yeah, but you'd have to eat a lot. I genuinely reckon if you if you could test the fullness thing, how much fish do you have to eat compared to a piece of meat? I'm always like, oh, I'll still be hungry if I order fish. I'll yeah. have the burger. <laughs> That's what I always do. All right? Whatever the restaurant. Yeah, ask my wife. 
Actually, you did that on Monday. Uh, where were we on Monday? At Parsons. Yep. Toto and I had mackerel. You were like, I'll have the steak sandwich, please. <laughs> yeah. I know, it's terrible. Um, I'm very greedy. Uh, all right. Uh, Low-budget horror films. Low-budget horror films. I the think one about the witch and whatnot. Oh, yeah, well, then underrated, but I, I'd say they're correctly rated, actually, because I think if you have a low-budget horror film, people generally are like, oh, it's really good, whereas a big-budget horror film, nobody's like, oh, Freddy versus Jason, which is a big-budget horror film, nobody's like, that's good, because it's shit, whereas The Witch is awesome. Uh, is that low-budget? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's got a new film with um, Who's the Geezer with the Big Grin? The Green Goblin and, oh, what, Defoe? and the Twilight fella. Willem Defoe and old Pattinson? Yes, Batman. New Batman. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah, he's the new Batman. And Jonah Hill is in talks to be the villain in said film. Interesting. And everyone's going, oh, well, they must be doing the Penguin. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is pretty harsh. But uh, I think it's the Riddler. Which one was that? The geezer in the green skin tight get out. Old uh, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey, yeah. Um, All right. So low budget horror. And I'd say, and actually, those early horror films like Night of the Living Dead and Texas Chainsaw Massacre and stuff are actually amazing films. Or horrific, though some of them are, but they're amazing films. The novels of Dame Barbara Cartland. Uh, I don't know, but I'm up for people of all ages, you know, enjoying their. Sexual physicality, and I feel like that's something that she's into. Um, and she is she the one? Everything's pink. Yes, sort of around she has a her. cookbook that's very pink. Yeah, so so I'm into that. My great grandma, grandmother, uh, grapefruit nana. Everything was turquoise in her house, right. her clothes, everything. The only thing that wasn't turquoise in her life, as far as I could tell, was the grapefruit. The grapefruit and my nan. So. Um. Nice. Yeah. Do you know what I was like? We had a little Apple Watch chat last week. Yeah. Just as I was swigging the last of my original Czech lager, yeah. I got and it said, you've reached all three goals today. Hey, well <laughs> like, done. No, but I was like, was, was the final one drinking a beer? Oh, yeah. The first one was lose your virginity. Yeah. Second one was jump over lose the your religion. fence. Because <laughs> that is you in the corner. <laughs> and in the spotlight. Uh, I had a long session on the Sons and Daughters Spotify Play this this morning. Did I put quite a bit of REM on? Yes, I did. Did you? Yeah. Find There's the this. river. That's from, that's from listening to Tom York today, isn't it? Uh, I listened to it the other day. The other yeah, day, yeah. Yeah. I've fallen back in love with him. Um, yeah. Find the river. Lovely song. Don't really know it. I think it's the last track on Automatic for People. Anyway, bit of that. Obviously, what's the frequency, Kenneth? Because that is the greatest song ever in. What's the one that there's it, one I really like on New Adventures in Hi Fi? Undertale or something? That's oh, a yeah. great song. Yeah. Maybe not for the for a restaurant, but or a shop. Um What was that? Losing Yeah, that's great. People who like Elliot Smith. Um I'm just trying to bring out your misanthrope. And I'm about to succeed. What, are you expecting me to say overrated? Yeah. Oh, but I like Elliot Smith. Yeah, but you also hate people who like music. Yeah, okay, I agree, yeah. I'm what? just putting words in your mouth. Okay, <laughs> I agree. I like Elliot Smith. But you don't like people who like Elliot Smith? No, because they probably don't understand him yeah, the way I do. That's exactly <laughs> what I was after. 
Seasonal cuisine. Oh, so you are just really. <laughs> do you want to just answer these for me? What do you think? No. I say? Seasonal the cuisine. I don't. I don't. I don't care. I don't care that much. I think it's great. I think it can be amazing. But I also have been to a lot of places where it's like, oh, it's tomatoes in the high of summer. It's amazing. It's like, no, they're not. What did you think of the take by Chef Tom Brown of Cornerstone saying he doesn't like newfangled things like foraging? That was nonsense. Because uh, foraging is clearly not newfangled, either in but, okay, th- the history of mankind or, secondly, in modern restaurants. In neither sense is it newfangled. Mm. What about, okay, maybe he chose his adjectives incorrectly. Okay. But he's just like, most of this shit doesn't taste very good. Uh, I think it can taste really nice, a lot of it. And some of it tastes gross, but isn't that the same with everything? Like cod, for example. <laughs> no, not cod. But, you know, like crumpets. You have a nice crumpet or a bad crumpet. And he makes a lot of crumpets, doesn't he? Yeah. That's his vibe. I th- I, well, I'm going to throw my... I, I, Cornerstone wasn't blown away by, but I think I've said this before, we went quite early on. Didn't I went you go twice. two days in a row? Well, I went twice in one week yeah. and was not massively in, into it either time, but that was literally first month. Yeah. So again, going back to giving people time. Yeah, gotta, sure, sure, sure. Got to sure, play sure, a few not. matches before you stop getting nutmegged. Um, uh, but I do think the food there looks banging at the moment. Um, oh, I think he's super talented dude, but I, I didn't mean that as a diss. I think what I he said about foraging was What I was going to say was I did think that, that, that everyone wetting their knickers about that crumpet was I thought it was bullshit right it was potted shrimp spooned out onto a fucking crumpet and that sounds good whoop de do. yeah it sounds good but like are you going to wet your pants well you might uh, you have a very weak bladder I have a bladder of solid steel famously board games uh, overrated don't like them not into it alright trampolining don't like it, not into it. My kids have a trampoline in our front garden, which A, makes us look quite sort of trailer trash. Is that, are you allowed to say that anymore? You just know. did. Yeah, no. Okay, well, whatever, the, the if that's not the correct term. Redneck? A little bit redneck. You can't say <laughs> you that, can you? No. Uh, but, it make, yeah, it's kind of weird looking. Especially our front garden, um, garden, that our drive, we just, uh, I say we, uh, my father-in-law, Keith, Dead man of Dead Man's Shoes fame. Uh, and UFO spotting yeah, fame. Uh, has, I mean, they did so much, they worked way too hard, but um, cleared all these bushes and stuff at the front of the house. So along, they, along with my mother-in-law, Christina. I don't think I knew that. Um, Tina. I was just being respectful. Mm-hmm. Uh, cl- they cleared all, the, all these horrible bushes at the front of the... The old bush clearers? Yep, yep, that's what they call them. And which is absolutely amazing because it's basically made space for another car, so now we can have like three cars on it. <laughs> but you incredibly wealthy. Yeah. No, not not true. But it's quite but a tight drive, people... so it gives you space. It also means somebody else can park there. They don't have to park behind a car, or whatever. So awesome. Apart from there wasn't seemingly the budget to put down some more gravel, more stones, and whatnot on the thing so they used all this um, mulch wood mulch Lovely. that we put all over the garden yeah. and just sort of shoveled it all over there and I'm thinking the minute it rains that's basically a mudslide because it's on a slope as well so it's all just going to run Fun. down the hill so it could get dangerous up there but I'm really grateful but anyway trampolining I, I always think my kids are going to break their necks so it's okay. massively overrated kids don't break their necks on the whole I mean obviously they do it's horrible yeah Nora fell out of her high chair the other day. Did she? One day, I didn't see it, but Rosie did. It was very nice not to blame me, but I very much had not strapped her in. Crikey. And, uh, and Rosie was like, it was awful. She landed 
sort of sideways on her neck. But they're Ooh. bendy at that age. Yeah. Ugh. It was the day before her second birthday. I mean, crazy thing, crikey. Anyway. Your kids climb around quite a lot. It freaks the fuck out. Nora's a fucking idiot. Like, she g- genuinely wishes herself harm. Yeah. She, she fell off the sofa. She, she kept, like, sitting on the, sitting on the sofa arm and falling off, screaming. Rosie would pick her up. Oh, kiss, calm down. It's okay. Put her back. Just stay there. Two minutes later, she's done it again. She just keeps... She's either very thick <laughs> or really likes getting injured. Or she's just or both. B- building up a tolerance to it. Still the funniest thing I've seen with your kids in your house, because I spend a lot of time... You, you and Rosie are very good, because I, I basically am... I think my father's son or whatever getting really uptight about kids hurting themselves. So I'm always like, oh, God, they're climbing on the bench and they're climbing on the table, and I'm just... And you and Rosie are just like, da 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 Not... I don't mean that in any way like your bad parents. I mean purely on the... You're quite relaxed and they're fine. They're probably mm. not going to fall even if they do it's not the end of the world but the best thing was when uh, Tom came in a few weeks ago with a big bamboo bamboo stick and was hitting stuff and you rare example of you getting relatively stern and being like no you take that outside and so he turned and ran away from you while holding it um, horizontally horizontally, ran to try and run out the back door and obviously the two ends of the stick and just literally washing line himself yeah washing line clotheslined himself Uh, that was good it's good, I'm glad good, he wasn't fully injured, but it was amusing. physical comedy from yeah. my son. It was good. Uh, films either about food, but or that have like iconic food moments in them. Big night, etc. Overrated. That's the right answer. Yeah, massively Pe- overrated. Sorry, I was going to answer the question. Oh, okay, for you. No, sorry, no, no, you no, 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 sorry, I was correcting myself because it's your, it's okay. your thing. Uh, well, no, because uh, I would ask you that. I, I think there's amazing food TV. I think there always has been in different pockets of it, you know, whether it's, um, uh, you know, Keith Floyd or whatever back in the day or, or the um, early, like, Gordon Ramsay food TV stuff is amazing. Narratively, food is just weird. I don't know how you do it. Sorry, I mean, I mean movies. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. That's, well, that was my point. It was... there's amazing factual food TV right. that is brilliant and the idea of putting it into a narrative fictional context yeah. in in a big night even or in chef. a chef or burnt or whatever did you ever watch burnt? no never yeah did you? it's shit but it's almost it's kind of watchable shit it's Sunday night yeah. watchable I w- shit I would watch that actually I would watch that yeah so my thing is like I just don't see the point in it because there's such amazing emo- emotive Factual food TV, and nobody's managed, or maybe just nobody's managed to do it yet. But so even in you like, like you like, oh, Brad Pitt, why are you bothering with that Astra? We've got Brian Cox. Yes, absolutely. Food's different though, and I don't care about Brian Cox or Ad Astra. Apparently do it's I want to see Ad Astra? Yeah, I probably do. Are they monkeys, aliens, monkeys in space? I don't think so. They're Actually, aliens. It seemed to me there's a lot of ladders. There's aliens. It seemed to me it's Brad Pitt in space climbing a ladder, which ladders useful well, in I space it was about and other places. Voxels. So. <laughs> that was a nice laugh. Yeah. I didn't deserve that. Uh, a second can of bud. I'm out of control. Um, finally, Tom Selleck. Underrated, but I think but he's NRA. A, NRA. Mm. The NRA part I don't like. I like the fact they stuck with a tash. <laughs> I know he shaved it off at one point, but he's stuck with it. Yeah. Uh, never watched Blue Bloods. Don't care. But used to love Magnum. It's great. He was good in Friends. Great in the Three Men and Some Children movies. Yeah. Uh, I like his. I like his tone of voice. Oh, his lovely baritone. 
Yeah, which when he does you the... Know, so I felt like I had to go deep down. Yeah. The bit in um, Three Men and a Baby when he is reading the boxing uh, thing. Yeah. And he hit him with a surprise left hook. It was way too high for Selec. Way too high pitched. Um, I Selec, know it's you not... risk giving our listeners the brown noise on the tube. I don't know what that means. I think it's an episode... I don't think I've ever seen it. It's an episode of South Park... When Cartman's convinced there's something called the brown noise, which is a, a note so deep, it oh, makes there is. people there is shit the frequency, themselves. yeah. Oh, is that true? Yeah, FX Twin used to try and make it. Make people shit themselves. To make people shit themselves, yeah. It's, it's true. It is it's a like, thing. But I think it's different in, in, human, in all human beings. It's something about the resonant frequency of your gut. There so you go. people's guts are different sizes. The skin on top of said gut is different sizes so whether I don't think there's one frequency oh, okay. that would do everyone at the same time but imagine that if you're Apex Glastonbury Finn, yeah doing one gig and then suddenly the camera pans around and there's one of those people sat on somebody's shoulder with a flag <laughs> whatever <laughs> that would be bounce yeah, lovely stuff um, but yeah so it turns out I want a hug from uh, Tim Hayward and I'd like um, Tom Selleck to read me a bedtime story <laughs> Okay, uh, who eats what? Oh, right. Not yeah. a quick fire. I, I, can, I was going to pick and choose from okay. quick fires of days gone by. Of yore. Seeing as we're, you know, we're saying farewell, so let's yeah. recycle some old material. Okay, who eats what? Couldn't be bothered to come on the pod. Her loss. Nigella Lawson. Oh, oatcakes. Really? Yeah, I don't know. I, I was going to say porridge, and then I thought, mm, too obvious. Oatcakes. What's yeah. she topping said oatcakes with? I probably like... Creme fraiche and strawberries. Nice. Uh, Steve Irwin, R.O.P. <laughs> I was thinking of Dennis Irwin. <laughs> Steve Irwin, crocodile steaks. Okay. Uh, but he loved animals. Is that too obvious? Well, he loves animals. Would he, he eat d- He definitely ate meat. Yeah. He'd have a steak of some sort. And steak. probably put down some croc when okay. he could. That was Steve Irwin. Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Um, uh, I'm not feeling very creative. That's all right. I was bangers and mash. Okay, a British classic for somebody from Texas, but all right. Uh, Steve Davis. The snooker player? Yes. Um, Cheerios. <laughs> Stephen Hendry. Oh, so a snooker player? Correct. Um, Always looked like an awkward office temp. Yeah. Still does. Yeah, so... Uh, tuna sandwiches <laughs> John Virgo <laughs> <laughs> Chili uh, With kidney beans? Yeah Yeah absolutely Do you put kidney beans in your chili? Uh, not for yeah. Not always I don't mind Mum, mum used to put baked beans in which I quite liked Oh really? I don't mind a chickpea in there either I think some sort of pulse in there is quite nice. All right. Yeah, I don't mind a kidney bean. Uh, Sir David Attenborough. Oh. Um, <laughs> Vitello Tonato. Were you going to say a fish thing then? Cause when I was going to say goose down, liver, but that's not a fish. <laughs> Originally, when I wrote it down, I thought he'd definitely eat oysters. Then I was like, oh, no, he couldn't blue planet. It's not going to be blue if he eats all the fucking oysters, is it? Are the oysters responsible for making the planet blue? No, I don't. No, I just meant the the water. 
Or they, the, oh, they, they filter oh, the water. Oh, they do, don't they? Yeah. 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 Filter fingers. Bivalves. Bivalves. Uh, and finally, Bono. Oh. He'd also have chilli, but it would be a vegan chilli. Yeah. Like beans. Do you reckon he might very, have, like, a, f- a futuristic windy. protein? What, like tempeh? <laughs> no, no, no. Like a, like a man-made thing. Oh, like a, a impossible yeah. meat? Burger. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes, I think he would, yeah. Yeah, I think, I think Bono would. Okay. I'm not very good at that game. I feel like I've let you down there, Sam. Okay, uh, quickfire. Do you want to do a quickfire? Yeah. Uh, what's your summer shoe of choice? I mean, I don't. I, my normal shoes. I don't really change it. Oh, you know, a bit like a summer shoe. Like it's got to be specifically summer. Yeah, like what would you if you had a? I like an espadrille, but they get a bit sweaty. Probably just the old Birkenstocks. You could wear an espadrille with a sock, like a long sock. Yeah, socks and socks and shorts are back in, aren't they? Yeah. What's the worst vegetable? Oh, I was passing it. Yeah, great. I don't mind a parsnip, but it's not. It, I like most vegetables. I like all vegetables, and that I like the least. Okay. Can't think uh, of a vegetable I actively would be like, I'm not eating that. What, what's the best fizzy drink? Coca Cola. Straight Coca Cola or diet? Uh, Coca Cola. I only drink diet because I don't want to get. Fancy. Oh, really? I thought you liked it better than normal. Oh, no way. No. I don't think there's anything more delicious in the world than Coca Cola. Okay. So that scene in Peep Show when Jeremy gets bullied into uh, getting a bottle of Barolo with Big Sue's when they're out for a date, and then he sees the price, he's like, 40 quid, fuck. He's in a monologue, and then yeah. she's like, oh, it's good, isn't it? And he says, yeah, I mean, you know, for a wine, I mean, it's not delicious like Coca-Cola or hot chocolate, but for a wine, mmm. Very true. And I'm like, I, do, I think Coca-Cola's the best drink in the world. Uh, what's your favourite tinned item? Beer. <laughs> well played. Uh, no, okay, uh, but but edible. Mm-hmm. Beer's edible. Heinz tomato soup. Really? Mm. When was the last time you put down a can of that? Probably do about once Just a call year. Call it a can or a tin? Tin of tin. Tin. Tin of soup. Yeah, a bit of Tabasco in there. Probably yeah. a bit of butter just to juice things up. Yeah. So What's it's your favourite tin right. item? Um, I mean, Heinz baked beans with sausages in is pretty good. In my head, it's uh, tin steak from Marks and Spencer's. But I think I've only ever had it once in my life. Tinned steak? Yeah, they do like it. It's like in a gravy or whatever, in a can. And in my head, when I'm ill... Sure that wasn't dog food? No, that's what my thoughts go to straight away. Really? I'd love a can of that tinned steak. I think I've only ever had it once. Marks and Spencer? Yeah, Marks and Spencer. It's the only reason to go there. I bought a jumper from there the other day. Did you? Yeah. Is it nice? Yeah, it's quite quite cosy, actually. Lovely. Would you rather have hairy eyelids or a hairy tongue? We have, oh, we have had that, yeah. Yeah, I'm doing old school. I'm going oh. through old over-unders. Hairy eyelids. Yeah? Yeah. So everyone can see them every time you blink. Yeah, I'd, I'd live with it. Imagine having a hairy tongue. I think I've had nightmares. Oh, my God, maybe I had a nightmare because of that question in the pod. Really? I've definitely dreamt that I've got a hair on my tongue and freaking out. Okay. Oh, it'd be awful. How hairy? Uh, like, I'd say a thick covering. But is it hanging out, hanging over my eyes? Or is no, it... no, no, you can trim it back, just eye- but you eyelashes. have to deal with it. Yeah, you're going to look like a freak, but you get used to it. But I suppose people would see your tongue, wouldn't they? They'd be like, oh, has he got an animal in his mouth? Oh, he's got a hairy tongue. Yeah. No, and I'd just wear sunglasses all the time, like some cool person. Okay. Uh, What's your favourite mint? Um, Tree bore extra strong. Really? Old school? Like that chalky texture? Uh, Well, I do like a polo, but, you know, it's quick fire. Yeah, all right. Uh, What did you eat at your wedding? Uh, Lamb and a terrible salad. Terrible salad. 
that my grandmother afterwards said, "There's nothing in the world would have made that taste good. Nothing in the world." This salad that we had to start. Yeah. Yeah. I still blame Rosie because I wasn't there at the tasting, and she said yeah. it was lovely and fresh. And I was like, "Do you know what that needed? Do you know what it needed?" Needed me at the fucking wedding. Is what Do you know it needed. What it needed? Frick. <laughs> needed <a> goat curd. <laughs> Did it? Needed something lactic and cheesy just to really set it off. It was just like a load of winter veg. Yeah. But then I had delicious lamb, chocolate, and Guinness cake. Okay. Uh, the other error: anyone getting married soon or holding a party, don't have pork scratchings because they smell like fart in a tent. Really? In a big way. Okay. Uh, and the final question: uh, you can get rid of any animal. You can't pick wasps or flies, so okay. not insects. Oh, Are they so insects? I can't save the world and say mosquitoes. No, or mosquitoes. Like you can't pick any of them. Like okay. an animal that you're like, fuck that. It's, we'd be better off without it. Yeah. What, oh, the one? whale. Because then people shut up about saving the whale because it's too late. So Magnificent move on. creatures. Move on. Change, <laughs> change the record. No, I wouldn't get rid of the whale. Uh, get rid of one animal. Um, cats. Stupid. Whoa! Always, I got two cats. Well, can I keep not mine? anymore. No. You keep the last one, then you what have to make it... What about big cats? You get rid yes, of leopards. You can keep the... Oh. Yeah, see, felines, done. You just killed them all. Leopards are amazing. No. They look like humans in suits. They're cousins, but I want the, the domestic cat. The domestic cat done? It's done. You can keep one, and you have to figure out how to breed from it. But you can't breed it with another kind of cat. I think my cats have had the bits out. But, okay, this is an imaginary scenario. So in this imaginary scenario, okay. you can return Okay, well, I definitely bits. get rid of Zelda, because I don't like her, but I do okay. like Ripley. So you have to breed, but you can't breed it with another cat. Like so I've got to find an animal. Find an animal. What are you going to breed it with? I don't know. You're, it feels like you're forcing them to do it. Whereas usually when you're breeding between animals, you're just... Well, no, if you you've know. got two horses, you put them together, then they'd take a look, yeah, I'm up for it, or no, I'm not. Whereas you put a cat with a rabbit... Two words. And then you're forcing them, stick, trying to stick them together like you're playing Action Man or whatever. Two words. What? Artificial insemination. Oh, okay, so you can do that? Yeah. Okay. Cat. What could you mix a cat up with, though? That's what I'm asking. What would be fun? A rabbit. A nice rabbit fl- cat. A nice fluff, fluffy rabbit. A cat a cr- can what jump. would you call it? A crabbit? I'd probably call what about it... What with a crab? I'd probably call it a rat. <laughs> Maybe that's how rats came about. <laughs> no, I'm not detecting many similarities. I am. What? There's some... They're kind of like a small cat, cat, cat rabbit. Oh, one can and a half of beer and really um, Well, James, this was fun. I've loved doing this podcast with you, Sam. I've loved doing it with you too. Thank you very years. much. And it's really sad to be bringing this to a close. It is sad. You, you're you going to miss a Wednesday. What are we going to do on Wednesday nights now? Because we used to hang out as well after the pod, then we won't hang this out. This is why I'm stopping it. So we can hang out for more time. Or so we don't hang out anymore. Okay, That one. Uh, thank you all so much for listening for 200 episodes it's been very much appreciated it's been the greatest honour of my life <laughs> I wouldn't say it's been the greatest honour of my life but it's up there uh, and we will miss you very much but there's other podcasts to listen to I guess none of them are as good as this but go back listen I'm to this I'm feeling sad start. now it's like oh see the people know you as a robot so they're really detecting that uh, it's been an absolute pleasure thank you so much for listening and uh, James will be on Jay Rayner's podcast uh, but also if you want to like and subscribe anyway just in case you'll get the numbers up just just as a final fuck you to all those other jokers I'm trying to muscle in on our territory it'll be a nice farewell um, and farewell indeed but thank you very much goodbye bye, bye.
Sam, 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 Sam,